0: hey everyone and welcome to another yogi misfit session my name is danny pomploon and i'm your host today we have my friend peter guanoso on the show peter is a yoga teacher here in the bay area he's been teaching for a while he's specifically out of yoga tree Um, He's a mastermind of all sorts of things, yoga, specifically with uh, just merging things together and really uh, keeping up with trends. Um, I met Peter maybe like, I don't know, three years ago now in an advanced training and we kind of became buddies after that. So Peter, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, Danny. How are you, buddy?
0: I love that I've been calling you Peter too and you go by Pete.
1: (laughs) Uh, well, I felt like my mom was talking to me for a moment <laughs> there, and I was in trouble.
0: Yeah, so yeah, let me clarify that too. It's Pete Guinoso, everybody, but I I call him Peter for fun. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Danny. When when was it? It was like three years ago. I took that advanced training with you.
1: Yeah, about uh, I was teaching at Yoga Tree, the I'm on the staff for their training, and we got a chance to connect and. Of course you're you're awesome and it's fun to hang out with you and talk with you every
0: every so often yeah it is pretty fun huh <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> that's great man i'm super uh, I'm super pumped to uh to have you on the show today i uh i uh so for those of you listening like i was saying pete has been uh he's really awesome he's got he's definitely got it going on up here. Um, he's got a really good presence in the San Francisco yoga community. And in addition to that, he just does really awesome stuff for the community. Um, you just did your your Thanksgiving class, and you're you're involved in all sorts of stuff.
1: Mm, yeah, I am. And um uh, the thanks Thanksgiving class is kind of neat because we did we connected to gratitude. I incorporated um some positive psychology. there's um there's been a shift in psychology in the past. 10 to 20 years i don't know the whole history of it but there's a guy named martin seligman that i heard on tedx talks who um who was talking about positive psychology and he had created this whole thing around gratitude and so um my wife and i taught gratitude with guinosos over at yoga tree telegraph in the east bay and it was a two-hour workshop when an hour and a half of asana and connecting to the heart and practicing gratitude and then I had uh, people write a letter of gratitude to someone who changed their life in a really profound way, and um, either living or dead. And it's it's a really powerful expression and connecting to, to the heart and sharing from the heart. And and there's lots of tears and lots of laughter and lots of really sweetness in the room.
0: I love uh, I you know I've heard that from multiple people, though. but and I've I've I mean I can get it from your classes as well. But you definitely yeah. you know how to tug on those heartstrings, man. You <laughs> you crack people open. That's for sure. Oh, well, thanks,
1: bud. I appreciate
0: that. <laughs> so, Peter, we start the show uh, in the same, the same way. And I just, you know, I want to ask you why yoga for you? Yeah. Um,
1: well, so I started yoga. I was an athlete. I was running and cycling a lot, like many hundred miles. Uh, I was doing hundred mile uh, bike rides on weekends. And my body was getting super tight. And I remember uh, some of the girls, uh, I'd been dating a couple girls, and they were just saying, hey, you should really try yoga. And uh, they, uh, I kind of always thought yoga was really, really boring and, and slow and wouldn't really challenge me enough. And, uh, and then I got a chance to practice yoga, and it, it rocked my world. It was hard. It was intense. It was sweaty. And um, I, I remember I was actually dating a yoga instructor, and, um, and she asked me what I thought of yoga, and I said it was a great workout. And uh, I remember her and her friends kind of chuckled at my comment. And at that point, I was just beginning to teach or, pardon me, practice yoga, and I wasn't sure what she meant by the laughter. And then, you know, six months of practicing, I, I began to realize that it it really was impactful. It was different than just a workout. It I felt, I felt compelled to be more in integrity for how I was feeling about certain certain things, and and speaking my truth, and um, practicing compassion, and Um, I wasn't as stressed as I used to be and it just it kind of just changed to me. And there's that great saying, right, one thing that's true about yoga, it'll change your life. If you don't want to change your life, don't do yoga,
0: you know. Yeah. I always tell people I say yoga and therapy will ruin your life. (laughs) (laughs) Right, totally. (laughs) So true though.
1: Yeah, because I mean the whole thing is you're you kind of think of yourself as this person you know but the reality of it is we're always changing and, and yoga helps transform you and then you become something totally different that you weren't expecting and and i'm still the same but different you know and and i think that's what therapy helps as well because it kind of reflects back to you kind of who you are and what where you're where you're going sure. where you are coming yeah
0: so how long have you been teaching for now
1: uh, I actually just celebrated my 10-year teaching anniversary in April, and uh, and I'm having a little celebration next week to celebrate, yeah, 10 years at Yoga Tree in November. That's awesome! Oh, that's yeah.
0: right, you're doing a you're doing a, a class for it. That's right. Yeah. I saw that. I saw that yeah. on uh, I saw that on Facebook actually. That's exciting. Yeah. That's that's yeah. super cool. Are you just gonna do like a flow or? Uh, kind yeah, of,
1: just a little flow, a little fun music. I got some DJs coming. I'm still—I don't know how i am am still wrapped up, but I haven't been to Burning Man in five years, but I still have friends that DJ at
0: Burning Man. They're coming <laughs> to hang out with me. Yeah, that's awesome, man. It sounds like it's yeah. gonna be a, a party class.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's yeah. cool.
0: So, what uh, when you first started yoga, and I and I, I know this because I know your story, yeah. but you started you started practicing forest yoga, or you then got into forest yoga.
1: Yeah. Good question. So, um, I think, you know, we talked about Rusty Wells, Rusty Wells was teaching you over at yoga tree Valencia and started going to his class and Rusty has so much charisma and he has a really athletic practice and he did chanting, which I thought was kind of weird, but cool. Right. And, um, and then he, um, I, I enjoyed him, but then I, I was kind of dared to go check out a forest yoga class and you know because i was such a hardcore athlete i was looking for more intensity and uh about two years in and actually in 2003 i did my first anna forest workshop it was a five day or sorry three day five workshop series up in the north bay in in california Mm -hmm. and she rocked my world there was people there you know, it was super intense. I got my ass kicked, which doesn't happen that often. And, and I, uh, you know, I, people were crying and, and yelling. And I'm like, what the hell is this about? This is crazy shit going this on. This is here. a cult. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Right. Yeah. It still might be, but, I, you know, I'm, I kind of, you know, acknowledge that and move along right. kind of thing, you know? Right. So, uh, yeah, it was really powerful to explore just, you know, and and Rusty is great, but Anna was holding the poses for long periods of time. She had this great kind of shaman quality that kind of works out the the emotional stuff that's stored in our body, which still intrigues me to this day. And, uh, yeah, and I was hooked even more from that experience, yeah.
0: And so you teach teach now currently like a mix of like a little bit of a forest style and then you add your own flavor of like vinyasa in there and... How would you yeah. How would you describe it?
1: Yeah, I think that's a good good um, good way to describe it. I call it kind of forest yoga light. Uh, I I like Anna's style, and and I, she's one of my teachers. But she um she doesn't like to play music in her classes. And when I'm teaching a a class, a, a normal class, I like to play some music to kind of help to hold the space for the class. Sure. I also have done a lot of Buddhist meditation work. I did the yoga and meditation, mindfulness meditation training up at Spirit Rock. I've done a whole bunch of 10-day SIDs. So I'm, I'm really keyed into the Buddhist qualities. And I teach Buddhist meditation as well. And I do a, work, a retreat called the Bodhi Yoga and Meditation Retreat. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I'm all about kind of combining what works and, and you know, just to, just to really kind of impact the student. So there's a Buddhist quality to what I'm teaching as well.
0: That's awesome. So it sounds like there's yeah. there's definitely like the the movement part of it, but there's also a lot of mindfulness attached to what you teach.
1: Intentionally, yes, yeah, for sure.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. So I mean, this is such a great way to segue. I I was thinking about you know when I was talking about topics, uh, and we and you know we'll we'll start to talk about it now, but. Just how yoga has really changed and shifted you know i for me i 've noticed it in the last you know even four years five years that i 've been yeah. five, that i 've been teaching, but like you know you 've seen it change dramatically over the last uh you know ten years that that you've been yeah. you 've been teaching and you know even in, in your teaching style how how you 've kind of mixed worlds of stuff so i mean let 's talk about how yoga shifted and what you 've seen shifts in um, in both the physical practice and then you know studio wise and what you've seen out there on trends and you know what what big differences have you seen in yoga
1: yeah well i mean i just first i want to bow a little bit to the humbleness around this kind of question because you know i've been only i've been around the community for about 15 or 16 years but only teaching for 10 so i know there's other more senior teachers that can give a little bit different answer but just and you know, I appreciate the question, but just know <laughs> this is from my perspective, sure. so bear with me sure. yeah um, you know the um, this is the, the fi- you know, this
0: is the final word <laughs> no, not at all right
1: so um you know I, I think that uh, what what I find interesting is that we have um, these lineages that came from uh, Krishnamacharya right this this Um, we have mostly, we had a, you know, from 20 years ago, it was mostly Ashtanga and Iyengar kind of experiencing in in the practice. And, and then I think, you know, people started shifting away from that to explore different ways and how the body works. And Mm -hmm. the, um, the, the way I kind of liking it is, um, you know, the, the mind is like a coyote and, when, if you ever kind of, I've, I've been around a lot of coyotes, strangely enough, I used to live down in Southern California.
0: <laughs> that's and, a whole nother, that's a whole nother yeah, show. <laughs> right,
1: no, right, seriously. But, um, you know, the idea is that you, and you've seen the, you know, the coyote and the uh, road runner mm-hmm. uh, cartoon, yep. but you have to be like tri- trickier than the coyote to catch him. Right. And so the mind's like that as well. And so I think what people have done over the years is shift the needs of the practice to meet the, the, the student or the, the mind that shows up on the mat. Ah. And so, you know, we have, um, we have a lot of different lineages that have shifted. And, and, and what, what speaks to people's hearts, too, and minds, I think, is super important. So, you know, we have a lot more power vinyasa coming out, which is, you know, kind of a quick, fast, moving scenario that kind of draws people and you know Bikram was I think maybe it's not as popular as it used to be but it used to be quite popular because it it has this athletic approach and it's not necessarily my yoga but I, I, I understand that people are drawn to it and for me it's like whatever gets people on the mat and helps them to start quieting their mind and starts them on this path is what really matters to me sure and I'm sure the same with you and I have a joke with my students that if I haven't seen them for a while, I just, I always say to them, I hope you've been cheating on me because this is an open relationship. <laughs> <laughs> you're out there having fun with some other yoga teacher or right. yoga style yoga, as long as you're getting on the mat. Right. So, um, you know, so we've had, we've had a lot of, you know, you, you, there's a lot of different power yoga studios out there. There's a lot more studios in, in the Bay Area that have grown up and I've seen that grow. In L.A. and New York as well, and just to hear all these different studios growing up. I mean, the East Bay where I live, there's you know, since in the past ten years since I've been teaching, there's probably at least twenty more studios I've gone in. Wow, that's a lot. That's so, a big yeah, jump. yeah. And there's a lot more people practicing yoga, which is a, yeah. which is a blessing.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um,
1: and i know that you come you you come from more of an ashtanga ashtanga lineage is that correct yeah that
0: that's something that a lot of people don't actually know um yeah. but yeah you know i i i actually my first yoga class was an ashtanga class and yeah. uh, i remember i, I couldn't i tell the story all the time but i i took a class and i couldn't walk for like 3 days afterwards yeah. i was right. i was so sore yeah. And, and I came back and was like, okay, I want more of that. And, yeah, right. uh, and I started practicing Mysore, and I, I liked it cause it was yeah. very well regimented. Yeah. Um, and you know, it worked, it felt really good in my body. I yeah. was, you know, I was, I was limber. I did uh, a lot with Tim Miller down in San Diego. I got to yeah. have him put me in pretzel shapes, um, yeah. But yeah, a lot of people don't know that I, I actually, I practiced Ashtanga for a really long time before I even started practicing vinyasa yoga or or power vinyasa is what I, you know, I ended up doing a teacher training in, a heated power vinyasa. Um, so people thought for a while, they were like, oh, who's this, you know, this new kid on the block? What's he teaching? And, you know, it's it's all this modern crap. Yeah. And in all actuality, my, my roots are, I mean, we <laughs> talked to, I think we, I remember talking about this in the training where we were talking about sequencing or something and like my brain just kept going back to sun salutation right. A and B. <laughs>
1: yeah. Right. That's all we can do. Yeah. That's it. that's
0: it. That's all I like.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, and so, I mean, I think that kind of hits home, you know, Ashtanga is, there's the, there's all these series that were created and, you know, it. and, you know, if you're going to really. For me, when I've done ashṭanga, it takes you know two to two and a half hours to really do justice to the program. I guess if you rush it, it might take an hour and a half. Right. You know, somewhere You know. Right. And so you know we have these these giants. You know, I think you know, Patabi Joyce and and Niyangar are kind of giants of the field. But we're standing on the shoulders of giants. But we also need to kind of find our truth in the practice. You know, and Iyengar right. has his codification of the. Of the um, the poses and, and the alignment, and that's great stuff. But you know, where's where where does my hips fit into Warrior One compared to Iyengar's hips? Right, you know, right. and where's my te- my students' hips fit into that? So, I think, you know, the, there there is um, this 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 oh, there's always going to be an evolution of the practice if because people are taking what works for them. And putting their own, own little spin on it, and, and and focusing on what resonates with them, you know. And I, I love yoga, but you know the, the Buddhist stories really hit home to me, and the Zen stories. So I interweave those into what I'm teaching because that hits home. And I think if you if you talk to some of the the old, elder teachers, they would be like, you know, like, what are you doing? What's going on? Why is this? And it's because that's my trick to get into that Cody mind of the te- for myself. And it inspires me and tugs on my heartstrings. And my hope is that if it inspires me, it's it's coming from an authentic place. Hopefully, it tugs on my students' heartstrings and 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 brings them into a good place or a feeling place, and then therefore shifting whatever story they got going on in their life. Yeah,
0: I think what you said is really important too. It's like honoring honoring you know the big guys like yeah. you know, Patabi and, and Iyengar, but then you know seeing over the last, you know, how many ever years that, that, that stuff's been out, how the body has changed. And the more that we learn about body mechanics, yeah. we start to adapt even what they taught into different yeah. things. They're, Cause I mean, you've, we've met all met those people that are like strict Ashtangis and that's all they do, or they were strict, you know, Anyasara, although there's a lot of Anyasara teachers that don't call yeah. themselves Anyasara teachers anymore, right. but you know, they're, they're very strict on how they were taught something and they're almost kind of afraid to, to break out of that. Um, Because it's it's scary, but I think that the more you educate yourself, you know, when when people ask me like what type of yoga do I teach, my answer is I teach yoga. That's it. Yeah. Like, well, do you teach flow or do you teach like vinyasa or do you teach power? I'm like that. Those words don't mean anything. You know, they're just they're just words, and you're making up. You're you're tying on something to it that everyone's. Uh, perception of that word is completely different, you know. Yeah. So, I t- if anything, I teach pirate yoga. I take all the good <laughs> shit from from all the uh, from all the yoga that I've studied, and I toss oh out God. all the bad, and I put it together. <laughs> and there you go. <laughs> <Arr>. <laughs> what is? Oh, that's good. This is good, actually. This <laughs> is, this, this brings me to another question. What is yes. the weirdest type of yoga class you've ever seen marketed, ever?
1: Um. Well, you. Know, uh, the weirdest, I guess, there's like that yoga with cats and dogs, like that whole thing. I'm like, how could that be? I know there was a yoga at Bernie Mangan called Ecstatic Yoga. I think you're supposed to drop a pill of ecstasy and do yoga, and it, it just broke out into an orgy or some crazy shit like that. Yeah, yeah. How about you? What's what's your thing? I'm kind of curious. Uh, your-
0: I mean, the weirdest thing. I think the one. The one that got me giggling that I thought was pretty funny um, was Voga. So apparently it was a mixture of voguing and yoga <laughs> together. And I had actually uh, and 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 big props to the Voga people. I've looked at your website; it's super cool. Um, I just thought it was really like, I like what a great play on words and, yeah. you know, I mean, if they're, if they're going for it and it's getting people moving in their bodies, who am I to say no, yeah. but okay. I, I just, it was the one that I got the biggest kick from, but I've seen, you know, yeah. I've seen everything I've seen from, you know, I've, I taught a naked yoga class once before. Yeah. Right. Um, I, uh, I've seen yoga or ganja yoga. Um, I've seen that yeah. marketed here That's, in too, in yeah. San Francisco. Um, I've seen, I've seen the one that you were talking about, the yoga, yoga with cats, yeah. which would be really distracting, I guess. I know.
1: Well, and I was just thinking about the the Voga thing. I mean, how how how. I mean, voguing is cool for maybe like two minutes. How do you do a whole class around voguing? Oh,
0: it's a thing. Look, on, I'm so, I'm t- <laughs> everyone listening, you're going to go have to look at voguing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, a, I'm going to. It's th- Absolutely. It's a thing and I think the founders are like in London or something like that. But, you know, there's there's so many types and then there's uh, Broga too, which yeah, is yoga right. for, for men. I actually, I know those guys really, I did some work uh, with them when they were first starting and they're really good guys and, you know, it's, it's definitely, it's a market as well. But it's just, it's really interesting to see the titles that we've created for for this thing and i think it's awesome if it draws people in hey like the better you know
1: yeah well and i think you kind of nailed it right i mean because um how do you draw people in to get to your class you know you know you have something really cool to offer and if whatever gets people on the map that's i think you're right on.
0: yeah 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 that's awesome (laughs) Right on, Peter. Well, um, it was a pleasure to have you on the show yep. today. And I know, um, so you've got, I mean, you teach tons of public classes here in the Bay Area. I know you teach in the East Bay and in San Francisco, and you've got a retreat coming up, and you also have a teacher training coming up, right?
1: Correct, yeah. So uh, you can go to com. that's P-E-T-E-G-Yoga.com.
0: Well, thanks again for for coming on the show. And for the listeners, have a great rest of your day, wherever it may fall on. And until the next uh, yoga session, this is Pete G and Danny saying peace out.
1: (laughs) Peace out. (laughs)